Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do one, two, three. Can you hear me? Perfect. That's great. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. Love, love, love. Welcome back to the B list. I'm B. I'm joined by a special guest here. She is who even knows how many times she's been here. She's been here many times before. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Sarah Galley. You guys know her as um, host of Andy's Girls podcast. Um, what else? Yeah. Andy's Girls Podcast. I mean, yeah, yeah I think that that covers it. I'm a, I'm a writer. I'm a bon vivant. I mean, what else do you need? What else little, do you need? I'm a little bit of everything. I'm a little discombobulated today. Combobulated okay. today. Um, we just found out that Donald Trump is indicted again. So can I ask you, because, you know, you, I mean, obviously your long, Instagram stories are iconic. Like I know it's literally it's the longest week of my entire life. It's not literally the longest week of my entire life, but it's also absolutely literally the longest week of my entire life. Where do you think this is going to Scandinavian swimmers swimmers from um, Trader Joe's? Y'all get these and eat them up. They are super sour Scandinavian swimmers. They're just like gummies, (laughs) but are super sour. I love sour shit, but this hits like some sour shit is not actually good. And this is like addictive. Oh my God, I'm not really a sour person, but I love that. I love that journey for you. Can I um, ask you though, what do you think is going to end up happening with Trump? Like where, how do you think this is, where do you think this is going to end up? Like for real, for real? Because you, you know that you are uh, mm-hmm. all very often right. Very, very often right. I don't know that this one will be the one that like does a lot of damage. I okay. think the last set of indictments is what's really going to get him. The one that's going on in Miami. Okay. I can't even keep them straight anymore, honestly. I don't even know how many there are. I used to be so politically active, and I swear to God, my brain has just I'm telling y'all, itself out. I'm telling y'all, he fundraises so much money off of every single time these indictments happen, and it's actually only helped his popularity. He's actually neck and neck in a recent New York Times poll with Biden. And Oh, in the general. They're not even fucking with the... Okay, oh, yeah, the, prim- right. well, the primary is over. Like the primary, he, he, there is no chance that it's not going to be Donald Trump as the nominee, which is, says plenty about the GOP, right? So, oh Don't talk God. to me about back the blue when y'all was out there <laughs> fighting these damn police officers in front of the damn, it's always back the blue, this back the blue, that until the back, the, until the blue is trying to stop you from hanging Mike Pence until the blue is trying <laughs> oh to stop you from breaking God. into a federal building and stopping the decertification of a fucking election. It's always back the blue until it's like the law trying to hold the ex-president accountable for his crimes. Yeah, and it does feel like these charges just kind of inspire people who support him to to rally twice as hard. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, it feels you know, like because he's facing so much, it, it really genuinely feels like he sort of needs to win so that he can protect himself. Yeah. Like the only <laughs> way out of this for him is winning so that he can be like, oh, yeah. just kidding. The law's no longer a thing for me. Bye. Um, I was just going to say, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, You know, the only thing that kind of gives me solace, and this is pretty dark, but we'll go there because this is the B list. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the fact that like, cause I just got all the reports that were coming in. I mean, they covered it on meet the press recently. Chuck Todd did. Um, and they were talking about the percentages of deaths with COVID post fat or after yeah. Post vax were still okay. significantly higher for Republicans than they ever were for Democrats. I think because they waited so long to get vaccinations. I think they were holding out. Oh, Oh my um, god, I never thought of that. Oh my god, but then like a lot of it was in huge regions where they actually they were like key battleground states like in Ohio, stuff like that. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see, but I mean, they killed off a large swath of their population of their key voters. And think about it, a lot of the people that show up and show out for fucking racists like Donald Trump are senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> like crazy people, you know, but think about the people that show up in droves for um, the Democrat side. It's it's beyond it's like Gen Z. It's like the people that were like getting vaccinated and are healthier. Listen, we're not going to know until 2024, but I mean, it could really mean that they killed off their entire voting base. And I'm laughing, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. I can't believe we have to do this again. I, I really thought. But here I am. We I'm not trying done. to profile all MAGA people because what the, I think they missed it. <laughs> You're like I'm not trying to because I did. I quite literally no, did. No, no. So I mean, it, it required no effort. It required no effort. Like literally, the biggest like mistake that we ever make in politics is like trying yeah. to like write off all MAGA people as like toothless, Amen. toothless trailer trash incels totally. who live in their parents' basement. They're not all that. They're a good swath of them are. But um, a lot of them look like y'all's fathers. They're like, you know, middle class um, or upper middle class, like, you know, people with money. There's a lot of people that have money that support MAGA. It's, you know, so I think that's the mistake that we made in 2016. And I hope that we don't do it again. So we'll see, you know. To be continued. To be continued. Um, Maybe COVID will spin the block out. <laughs> she got, there's so many surprises <laughs> in store for us. So much could happen between now and then. Who oh knows? Oh my God. You know? It feels like it's, it feels like 2024 is literally a lifetime away. But then I'm like, wait a second. Really we not. only have a year. I know we only have a year maybe. Cause like we might only have a year left. Like yeah. depending on what happens. Like that's actually terrifying. Yeah. I don't want to go through that stress anymore. Like 2016, 2020, I can't do this again. And this can't be every campaign cycle for yeah. the president i mean yeah. it's just insane it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot i don't we don't deserve this we deserve like well, let's add a silver know, lining if you could pick one else. housewife if you had to pick if i had to put a gun oh, on no. and i had to be like one housewife who would be the perfect president in your eyes oh christ um who would be the perfect president or who would win who would be the perfect president what's your pick Come back to me. Um, okay. Um, I'm like going in my head through like all of the various franchises. I talk about her all the time, but I feel like it is probably, I think just like in terms of like her sensibilities and then also literally her political leanings kind of like are more towards my interest. Uh, Leah Black, I think is somebody who would <gasps> possibly be oh. more of like a centrist, but you know, Leah Black, I think could be 
She seems presidential too. She's literally the mayor of Miami. She is. She gives me, <laughs> honestly, governor energy. Yeah, I could yeah. see Leah Black as the governor of Florida. I mean, they should be so lucky, they honestly. Be so but lucky. You know, Florida that has, is a. Tell Florida me what? Literally, like, I, I'm so sorry for y'all that live there. It is double the inflation of the national average. Like, it's just wow. like, I didn't even know how that's possible. But yeah, there's like double the inflation in Florida. Um, yeah. And I wonder the, why that is. Do you know? I'm full of facts I have no today. idea. You, know, are, Miami, you have nothing but info. I love it. Wall Street Journal just released an article today saying Miami-Dade County, their population is shrinking for the first time since 1970. And why is that? Because people are like I afraid why. of... I mean, <laughs> the fact that like Florida is, to put it the nicest way, relatively inhospitable to yeah. like anyone who quite literally isn't Ron DeSantis. I mean, yeah. it's tough. It's very scary. People want the drag queens. They like their Bud Light. Amen. Um, okay, yeah. so you picked Leah Black, which was honestly an excellent choice. I am not going to attempt to surpass it. Um, I, there's someone came to mind, which I can't even, honestly, I can't really well, even yeah. argue this. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think it's just because I would love an energy like this of someone who is like seemingly grounded these days and pretty calm which is like, I know this doesn't make any sense. I apologize in advance of saying this it's name right. as I, I mean, drag it out. Like, I mean, I, I just feel for Your some reason like- Your stripped of you once- Yeah, amen. I, I Just a little bit of like an Alex McCord energy. Cause okay. she, you know, yeah. she's now a psychologist. She yeah. went back and got her degree. And I don't know why. I can't stand behind it. President I, I oh, should be actually, a little kooky. You know what? Or Dolores. I don't know that I feel like Dolores my, if if Dolores won I don't know that Dolores would be reelected but just somebody who's like driving the train yeah, and listen this I isn't a complete could... read I love Dolores but like right. it would be like it would be like how Donald Trump was talking about infrastructure week for four years or he was talking about like in two weeks I'll have a new health care plan it's like the same thing I feel like Dolores would be like Patterson Dolores is about to come out and then we wait for six seasons and still haven't seen Patterson Dolores Conversely, while I agree with that, Congress needs someone who can talk to both sides. And Dolores oh, can true. talk to both sides without either side feeling like deeply, deeply offended that she's leaving the door open for your like arch nemesis. So you I'm actually going to hold strong with Dolo. I'm going to hold strong with Dolo. That's interesting, actually. I thought about it and I was just like, just now I was like, Dolo Dolores, uh, New Jersey probably as a cast is probably like the most polarizing characters. I mean, you either like love or like hate Teresa most times. You either love or hate like Margaret in a lot of instances. The same people feel the same way about Melissa. I feel like there's like really extremes, right? Yeah, and I, like I mean, totally. And I, I know that Marge is really polarizing, but I don't really I don't necessarily. Hate, yeah. I don't talk to people day to day who like deeply, deeply dislike. Mar it's just not something that I hear from people. Rather, I I'm yeah. sure I talk to them, but I don't hear a I lot don't... about. Oh, Marge no, I stuff. don't. Yeah. If you don't like Margaret, then I mean, I just think you're fucking weird. It's like a red flag for me personally. But it's like, it's like, what do you like really do? like? What's to. It's like I a mean, perfect I... housewife. It's like metals and people's like she gossips. It's perfect. Love well, it. I think I think there was a certain kind of reaction to the idea that 
you know, saying that Margaret Josephs has an arsenal is like the biggest insult in the world, which I was like, but yeah, like, she yeah. does. She I mean, I mean, maybe it was the, the strong use of the word arsenal. Right. But I was like, why are we pretending that's not a thing that happens? It, it does happen. Marge does that, as do other housewives in that franchise and obviously all across yeah. the board. So it's like, why are we pretending that that's the worst insult that we've heard even in New Jersey? Like, it I think just... the worst insult that you could have in New Jersey is being called a, a tree stump at this point. What did I call it the other day? I called it stump brain. Stump brain is a real thing. Oh, my God. And it affects and millions you've... of people. So... Well, your friends are friendly with some of the cast members. What's your read on what Jersey is going to be like, or maybe like what filming is like? You know, once know, it picks up in the next couple week, weeks, I think. Is it this week? I, I know it was August. Week. Okay. Wow. 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 I wow. 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 This week. Um, I honestly haven't really given up that much thought. I, I get like, it. Yeah, I get I it. I feel like last season kind of like took it out of me so we'll see i really mm -hmm. hope this season's gonna be good i'm, I'm nervous because it's like just the same players again and i'm like mm. i mean did you like last season i've really enjoyed it listen Maybe, i enjoyed I think it I it's like sunday dinner yeah 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 like comfortable you know what i mean but it's like i would like something slightly different it's time yeah someone just... needs to bring a different appetizer to this meal my god yeah. um but real first, first, let's get this out of the way real quick. Um, I, I read a little bit of the indictment just to get. We'll get off this, guys. Sorry, because I, I know some people like this talk and some people don't. Yeah, totally. I think. Um, one thing is I was reading a little bit through it, and they had a bunch of unnamed co-conspirators listed, and they had like number one, number two, number three, number four, <gasps> number five, number six. I do believe, from context clues, I feel like Jenny Thomas is one of the co-conspirators named or unnamed rather oh, in this indictment. God. And if they get this bitch. If they get this pitch, <laughs> I swear to God, y'all, America's so. Oh my God. <laughs> she place... sucks. She's yeah. like a genuine supervillain. She's yeah. like a caricature, awful person. Know, Clarence Thomas. Clarence wife, Thomas is who is also like Satan incarnate himself. With all these people dying, by the way, how do we? Keep... You can't get me in trouble. You gotta. You gotta. We got. Let me get, get off him. I'm not gonna dying. say. I'm not gonna even say it. Um. Okay, just real quick to get over. Um, yeah. A lot of people died since we last did a podcast. That's so wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you doing? Is this the death episode? Like, that needs to be the title of F. Literally, R.I.P. It's, R. I. P. it's like, literally the title of F. Oh, my no, God. No, it's more like I'm upset oh my God, because B. we keep missing all these people. Like, how did Mitch I know. And he was standing over to, and And he had, Sinead like, a or something. I know. Do you have a favorite Sinead song? Do you like, um, do you like really, really fuck with, or are you just like, I mean, obviously mm -mm. she's good, but yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I know her from saying, her saying things that like used to go viral on Twitter. I, I obviously know the SNL performance. I yeah. know her music, but yeah, I, yeah. I've never listened to a complete Sinead O'Connor album, which I will. She was lit. That she was lit. She's great. I know she was um, like, I, everyone was like, I'm obsessed with her. And then I fell back. So I was like, oh my God, I haven't like really studied her oeuvre except to say, and I mean, kudos to me for how I just pronounced yeah. that. But like, except to say that, you know, she's super talented. She's like one of those people who's yeah. just like is incredible. Will continue her menu, her memory and legacy will continue. Yeah. Um, loved her. Mandinka is one of my Mandinka is one of my favorite songs by her. Oh. Um, PB Herman passed yesterday. Also I know. Paul Rubens. Um, I didn't realize how 
formative he was for me because I mean he I, I remember I had like the whole play set and all this stuff I had all the toys growing up um I loved the, the talking's chair I was thinking about it I was like looking at like Andy Cohen's clubhouse and stuff like that yes. it's like he's his like footprint is everywhere in terms of pop culture I mean, yeah. totally. You're totally right. And Andy talked about that. I didn't yeah. see the full episode, but he watch what happens posted a clip about him memorializing Paul yeah. and talking about the fact that there was a, a genuine connection, true including icon. in the yeah, in the design and style of the clubhouse. He was he was incredible. I mean, the movies, it was just a, a huge part of my childhood. And one of those people who you don't realize can be gone because they have made such a uh, incredible mark in our lives. I mean, that's that is the value of pop culture and of of entertainment. I mean, it's it just was it was you know heartbreaking a little bit. Although obviously there was a an English extremely shocking heartbreak to come. Yeah, that was real. And I found same out day. right before I had to record. Sa- was it was it the same day? Oh, I'm sorry. Announced the same day, but it just like the one two punch yeah. of it. It was like later oh in the God, afternoon, it was Paul like in the morning. Later. Right. Oh, my God. So sad. And I guess his dad had passed like days before. Yeah, he had apparently gone to Ireland to bury his dad and who was his best friend. And, you know, I mean, just the the statement that his family put out was just, oh, just heartbreaking. And for them to have experienced two losses in such a short period of time and and just he was 25 years old and so incredible and so incredibly talented and so connected to vulnerability I mean that was the I watched um euphoria for him he was really that's the other thing is like I don't even know what I'll be watching it for anymore (laughs) well that's what I was talking about with our friend Katie we were talking about this a little earlier today because we're both like deep in mourning about um Angus and she was like I don't know what's gonna happen with euphoria and I was like same like I just don't think you really do it without him and then also Barbie for Ferrera is, is yes. Per- yeah, she's not even going to be Barbie in it, so. Ferreira. Well, she, they faced her out last season because she was apparently treated, mistreated potentially on set because yeah. Sam Levinson is, is a like a shitty. Yeah, he's like he really truly sucks, and the idol is the best examination of yeah. just how deeply awful he seems Euphoria, to be. But- I just feel like at this point, if you haven't made this new season. It's like baby. Like, why do we have like four years between seasons? Like, they're in high school. By the time we get to season three, they're going to be 30, 30 years old. No, it's it's literally saved by the bell the college years, but with yeah. like more drugs. Even yeah. though I'm sure there were drugs there too. I mean, did you it's know Bethany just, was on Saved by the Bell. I did, yeah, because uh, in the beach scene that I've seen, she used to reference it. I yeah. forget why, but there was some sort of period of time when it was like extremely important for the Bravo community to find Bravo Lebs in the wild, also known as like 90s TV. Yeah. And yeah, she was like a waitress or something. Did she date somebody in the cat? I might have made that up. Maybe she dated she a dated producer anybody. or something. I don't okay, think she interesting. Dated anybody, but who knows? She's got a crazy I life, mean, like crazy life story. Um. This kind of goes perfectly into number one on my list. We'll jump in and out of the lists. But my list this week, my number one is, well, it grosses me out, but I'm obsessed with it, is Bethany sitting on the floor of her hotel room, eating no. a trash bag size no. thing of like crab, what is it, seafood boil with like Lobster. all the sh- and yeah. crab legs and chomping on it with an eye mask on and one glove, but the other glove, the other hand doesn't have a glove on it. And she's like, just chomping 
it's and like spitting in the camera it's disgusting but it and it gives me nightmares but it's so bethany that yeah i can't look away wait yeah yeah. she's so tough she's so tough because she does these things for attention and it's just like i continue to give it to her but it's also inexplicable at moments where i'm like how much of this is part of her master plan i guess all of it is it's just it's a lot she's a lot a lot of time on tiktok that's clear and if you're Mm -hmm. like on tiktok like every time i'm on tiktok a lot of my feed will be literally people sitting on the floors of hotel rooms eating trash bag size (laughs) portions of seafood so she's not alone in this like practice so i'm not totally gonna drag her um but i don't know it's just like i i end up with a lot of mukbangs on my wait a second so i'm a vegetarian so i haven't had seafood in a number of years do people this was the the number one thing i did okay you're you're blowing my mind right now i literally did not know that it was a thing for people to order that form of seafood when you're in a hotel room with i mean not a hotel room nothing like not okay not just a hotel hotel room but yeah Okay, because if you get it to go or whatever, no problem. But it's the getting it in a hotel room when you have the least amount of stuff. (laughs) Like, she doesn't have a plate. Like, I don't know that she has a paper plate somewhere. Like, how is this working out? But when people eat that stuff, do they really eat it on a plate? They kind of just eat it out of the bag, don't they? I literally have no idea. I don't eat this shit like y'all do. And truly longer than I've been alive. (laughs) Like, I've been a vegetarian for so long. But, like... I just am. It's like I'm a. I honestly think that's why I'm appalled. Is like you're doing this in a hotel. I just don't. I don't know. Something I don't know. I like just want to know more about forks. Yeah, I want like, to know if you have napkins. Yeah. Like I don't like to think too much about the seafood because it's like sometimes like crabs are kind of like giant bugs of the ocean. So it's like, Ugh, yeah, <laughs> you know. And then yeah, so it's a lot. She's would, a lot. And then like eating that while you're traveling, I feel like that's like oh god. But get this, oh. though. I put this together, yeah, tell me. and you let me know what your thoughts are. Because do you know where she was when she was filming that? I think Atlanta. Atlanta. Was she? Atlanta. And do you know who she said she talked to recently? Nene Leakes. Yeah. Do you think she went to? Do you think she went to Atlanta to film like a sit down? No, I really don't. You don't I think, think so? That, no, I haven't watched part. They were kind of. of the... They were like doing shots back and forth, like sitting shots, like. Like, like Nini kind of alluded to the fact that like Bethany, because they were, the people were asking her about Bethany's, um, plan to, uh, unionize unionize, reality TV, which, what do you think about that? Well, funny you should ask. I wrote a piece for the Daily Beast, which is up today. So you can um, read all about it. I interviewed a bunch of housewives and other reality TV personalities about their reactions and would they join um, Bethany's uh, plans for a union. So I talked to Marge and Cynthia and Wendell Holland, who won Survivor, and Bronwyn and... (laughs) Um, who else? A bunch of people. Uh, Luann. Reality star Kelly Dodd. <laughs> now Kelly Dodd's like, what? A union? I think I think I'm supposed to hate that. Um, I know unions. No, I know. <laughs> She's like I'm not but for the, the worker. Uh, but the Nini. So I haven't watched part two of Nini's conversation with Carlos King, but I saw oh, the I clip of it where she said like she was in touch. I think with Bethany, but yeah. I assume that was like text or DM. I don't. You don't think that they were filming it. 
I don't, but I also could be a hundred percent wrong. I could be a hundred percent wrong, but yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. If if they potentially worked together on the union, which I think also is that'd be smart if she really wanted to make it an actual thing. I mean, Nini is the reality star. Yeah, but one. I. Yeah. Right, but I also don't know that they would be filming doing that. You know what I'm saying? We're just meeting in person, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, it's hmm. totally possible. It's totally possible. Totally possible. Um, what did you think of Bethany and um, Jill's sit down? Um, <laughs> I watched it once. I listened to it twice. So that's a total of three times. Oh, wow. I listened to the New York, um, their like review of the reboot. That's what and... I care more about. Less than like, I don't Oh, care. really? Okay. I cared more about them reviewing the new show because I think that that's interesting as the originators of the show, but I don't really care about them relitigating stuff that happened 17 years ago. I don't, I don't you know? I mean, I honestly thought it was really fascinating. I thought the the decision not to edit literally anything, which is <laughs> beyond yeah. a rarity, to just keep like all of the awkward moments and pauses because I think there was some sort of conversation about like I don't want to be edited. I don't want to be concerned that I'm going to be edited in a way well, that is not thing. helpful. Right, but she has the right to because of what they talked about and Bobby's funeral and stuff. It yeah. it honestly made a lot of sense to me, and I think that probably created an environment where both of them felt comfortable because they knew that like regardless of what they said it would be shown it would be you would be able to hear it which I thought was helpful I mean I'm glad it happened I think it was more closing a door than anything yeah. else when it comes to Jill Jill and Bethany just being a part of the housewives universe but I was really happy I was happy that it happened um didn't need to be wait so it was really one part right yeah it was it was yeah, it's really one part, and then they did the reboot thing, and then a bunch of other little shorter. A hundred, yeah, exactly. And then they put the the act. So it was like the reunion itself, and then them talking about the reboot. The reunion itself, they also put up. They put up actually both on YouTube um, as videos, and then also after mm -hmm. the stuff dropped, Bethany also put out like a bonus yeah. footage, fifteen minute thing, yeah. which included her dragging Jill, which I didn't <laughs> love, and also talked about with Jill. In true I was Bethany like, fashion. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was like, Jill, have you seen the book? Because I uh, interviewed her over the weekend, and I was like, Jill, have you seen the bonus footage? Because I have some thoughts on this. Because it just, I thought the bonus. I just didn't love it. I didn't yeah. love the bonus footage. The bonus footage, honestly, I just it made me feel a little sad after because it was Bethany, Bethany making sure. Yourself. Yeah, she was in a way that I was like, oh, this makes me feel sad because we had this like you know, potential new beginning. And it felt like she took it away a little bit by releasing that. I didn't love the order of it. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Not shocked by the Bethany little kind of like wrapping it up. Like I knew that she didn't really want to like be friends with Jill or anything like mm -hmm. that. She really just kind of like looked at it as an opportunity for both of them to kind of use it as a platform. Um, so can I ask you a question? What do you think is actually going to happen with them? Do you think that they'll be able to kind of become sort of tiptoe casual friends and see what happens from there or I don't do you even think, think it's so. going to be like a you think, think it's going to be anything. like a text every six months hey how are you or thought of you and it's like okay bye and that's it i think it. that she saw an opportunity to like with the new yeah. show happening to review it with the, one of the ogs 
because it's now or never because i think she saw listen that's a door closing like that's that the new reboot and we're going to talk more about the reboot and if you i want to hear your your thoughts and stuff but i think it's pretty clear that now that the reboot has aired and they didn't invite any of the ogs to like any parties well we'll talk mm. about the party that you attended where none of them were there um where one person vomited um i but, know but, yeah um I think that's like that's a definitive closing of a door and i think that she was like now or never because no one's going to care what bethany and jill have to talk about about this mm -hmm. subject a year from now or two years from now or whenever so now's kind of the time to really now or never um, yeah i think i think i'm in the minority for being someone who would always yeah. want to hear it <laughs> i genuinely yeah. and i'm okay with that i'm okay yeah. with that and i think you're exactly right about the door being uh the door closing totally the door is closed the door is closed <laughs> speaking of um that was actually second on my list but we can go right into the second on my list um well, it's, okay, so my list, as you guys know, is not always something that I'm obsessed with or love, but it's something that I'm thinking about a lot this week, and it's just been the Nini and Carlos King sit down. <gasps> okay. Um, it's Listen, Carlos King seems like a really nice person. Okay, I'm so nervous about where you're about to go. When you start saying, what when you, you begin with, did they you seem really nice, I haven't watched part two yet. I haven't had a chance. Don't even. But... I mean, listen. Really? Nothing, even with part one, Listen, Nini seems like a really nice lady. Oh my God, that's when you know you're gonna get dragged. I no, think you're it's so just like, sweet. It's yeah, just it's like, beautiful gowns. None of this it's literally was not, beautiful gowns. Yep. None of this was needed. Like this was a sit down that not did not need to happen. I didn't learn anything new. Maybe people did that have not been listening to her kind of like bitch about this situation oh for God. years already now. But like she has not given us any new information. Like, I understand it sucks to be a reality star, but yeah, when you get fired or not op offered opportunities to maybe have spinoffs and things like that, it's it has a lot more to do with just a network not liking you. It has to do with Q ratings. How do audience, how do you test with different audiences? Do you even get along with your co-stars? Are you nice to production? Do you cost a lot? There's so many factors. It's not like someone just woke up one day and said, I don't like Nanny. Get her off the show when she's like your number one cash maker like that's like like bro like like atlanta was like the number one show you have to think about how much she was paid at one point she said that she was the most she was the uh highest, highest paid. paid and then now she's saying that she wasn't i think she said that she like wasn't i don't know i haven't watched part two yet so i'm not i haven't mm. i need to watch it first to be honest but it, it's something i i plan to watch this week Here's it's just been a little nuts really but frustrates me about nini leaks and and then i'll get off it because i don't want to drag her or anything like that because i love nini like i mean listen a miserable person but an artist like a creator like come on like nobody can nobody has sound bites like her she's been the most memed reality star of all time Totally. Iconic, but like a miserable person to sit there and literally he goes through the entire cast of people and one by one he says do you think they're a star or not a star and she couldn't tell him one person that was a star she in her head she's the kind of person who thinks that a show can only have one star as opposed to thinking that maybe everybody plays their part and everybody's a star in their own right i mean she said the phaedra is not a star Phaedra's well, but like, what does it what does it mean to be a star though? Her interpretation well, in her of head, star might be like a Bethany, like a, a singular force. Okay, so but like the thing is, is I like look Mount at Mount Rushmore. 
Yeah, but the thing is, is that I look at old Roni and I look at like, you can't tell me that Sonya's not a star, Luann's not a star, Bethany's not a star, Jill is not a star. Those people are all stars and they make a star studded show. You look at old Atlanta, you can't, you're lying to me if you tell me that you don't think that Phaedra's a star. You may not like her, but she's funny as fuck and she played her part. Candy, you may not like her. You may think she's boring, but she's a she's star. Worldwide. Because she's worldwide. Come on. we If we did not have candy we would not have had the fight in david's bridal with mama joyce we would not have had <laughs> drag you with this bitch come on she's got moments she may not have as many but the thing is that i think nini can never be on an ensemble like this for too long because she thinks that there's only space for one star and everyone needs to the universe needs to go circulate or uh, rotate around that one yeah. star do you know what i mean um that's why i think of like again like i bring up like new york the early days of New York, there was not really one person who was like the star. It's like all of them were maybe not Alex McCord as much the first couple seasons. But <laughs> She's no, too busy in, being president, okay? But, She's but, too but busy in, being president. <laughs> but in hindsight, hindsight's twenty twenty, and we look back now and we're like, we realize that she was a necessary ingredient. She's not as loud mm -hmm. as the others, but I think it's right. just really whack of Nini to like go back now and say that like Portia is not a star. Like, I don't like Portia really, but she can't. Wait, she said a, that Portia wasn't a star? She said she sees potential in her being a star, but she doesn't think that she's wow. a star. She said that that's she surprising to me. That's she surprising. Said she and they're also friends. She said that Kenya was kind of a star. Like, get the fuck out of here, Nini. Now you're just lying, okay? You're just being bitter. And this is why I just like don't really like. I mean, I when it comes to the like, part two of it all I think that's the part that a lot of people have really been um interested in watching because mm -hmm. it gets into the nitty-gritty of stuff that we really don't have a lot of information yeah. on there's really not a lot publicly available about the lawsuit which thank god was dismissed but <laughs> apparently I saw a couple clips and it sounds like she yeah it sounds like she's is, still in she's saying she's alleging that it's still an ongoing thing which I'm sure because it was filed I forget the like without prejudice thing that means she can file again but that doesn't mean she's going to or plans to and if I was her and I didn't want to talk about the specifics of what happened I would probably say it's it's an ongoing <laughs> matter too because it's the only way to get out of answering the question but I do think it's important to like for me just personally my personal opinion is to like listen to her when she's talking about the yeah. fact that there was a discrepancy in how she was treated versus all white housewives cast and if there was a, a huge difference in how Kim Zolciak was treated versus the rest of yeah. Atlanta now, I see, think that that's important to hear that's what it's like this that is point, the whole yeah. thing that annoys me about the Bethany unionization is everybody dragged Nene when the lawsuit happened and when she spoke and was hypercritical of the network in production but Bethany is like being crowned the people's princess for saying yeah it's a toxic community and world it's like okay but I, I just like maybe that's not Bethany's responsibility to understand the hypocrisy, although certainly if you're trying to become a union organizer, you should understand the way that um, the way that this the hypocrisy of it actually does matter. And you should want to ensure that people just, who've had different experiences than you are included. But I don't know. It's I hard don't, time I, trying to wrap my brain yeah. around what kind of argument Nini's really trying to make, because when you complain that you weren't given opportunities or treated fairly, but then like Candy's had more spinoffs than any other Bravo celebrity on record. And she's on the same but show. But that doesn't it, mean that, that 
but that doesn't mean that Nini wasn't mistreated. Be- just no, 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 for the, sure. Just but because it's like, Candy was a was no, no, just because sure. Candy honestly created opportunities and you know pitched pilots that were sold, it doesn't mean that Nini well, doesn't not, have the right to. Yeah, totally. But then there's like so many. What I've said earlier is like there's so many factors that go into this. Candy, like I'm not gonna just use Candy, but there's so many people that like they test well with audiences. They cost less. They there's just so many are interested factors. in filming. And it doesn't yeah. sound like any of the reasons that go into these kind of decisions were like listed by her. Well, I, when I'm talking about the idea of like the working environment, yeah, the environment yeah, yeah. of producing, to me, that's completely un. Uh, to me, I completely separate that from I should have had spinoff yeah. opportunities and my pilots or things I pitched should have bought because that that's like not. You have to have a project that people are interested in buying. I don't know what she was potentially pitching. I yeah. don't know if it was of interest. Mm. So who knows? I mean, no. on that, yeah, a hundred percent. I think that's kind of I don't televised know. the court it's... proceedings. I know circus. We got oh my god, just add one to the pile. Um, do you think that Andy is going to acknowledge this in any way, or I don't do you think, think, he think ever that? Will. Yeah, I think right. I think he's okay. so like. He's like, no, this is no. I think at this at some point in the second part of the interview, she actually says that she wants to like, you know, she wants to be able to re um repair. Their, yeah, repair their friendship. And I'm like, I don't really know how you really repair it at this point. Like, I think he's just like, because I mean, I think he looks at these women as like he to a certain extent respects them. I don't, you know, I don't really know anything about their personal dealings, but I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like they're his colleagues. So it's kind of yeah, separate. and I think the filing the suit when suit it comes like, to a personal like... relationship, I think that there would be a question there of like, what would this relationship consist of? Because if she's saying she wants to repair things with Andy, she but she's him? also saying she, named him in a suit. she did. If she's also saying that the suit is ongoing and he was a named uh, one of the named defendants. Girl, like if that's... someone named me in a damn suit, I'd be like, no, I don't think good. I'm going to yeah. send them a friendship bracelet. <laughs> I really good. don't think I am. Friendship I don't... contract. I mean, of course, I mean. No, but listen, like, the thing about Nini is, like, listen, she falls out with, like, so many people. She talked shit about Cynthia on this podcast thing. She, um, even Portia, every, everybody. It's like, and nobody's off limits. She even talked about, like, Wendy. It's like, there's a lot. I don't know. Not to say that she's, like, mistreated in these situations, but I don't know. It's, like, kind of a pattern. But argue, couldn't a person argue that if she had just been like, they're great, I love them so much that she would be criticized for that? Like, I don't think that there's a way out of this for Nini without being criticized. Okay, but why do you have so many bad situations with so many people? I mean, that's why you're great on reality TV. You could say that about any... Look at Bethany. Okay. Bethany Frankel has, like, more enemies remains. than okay. she so has friends. Okay, like, so you're, like, a demon to know. So, but, like, the fact <laughs> still remains. Like, I don't know what we're <laughs> talking about. It's like, you're like... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I saw part one. I honestly thought that her energy seemed grounded and calm like she at least seemed like in a in a good mood and i feel like i haven't seen yeah that's true that nini before because she's been off she tv like, for so she long seemed lighter that's for sure yeah and i i like to see it i think that's why i'm kind of like holding on to a lot of um um you know support for her just kind of like trying to understand her perspective because it yeah. seems like she's doing well and i just think it's she's probably in a really tough situation now because it's like what do you do for work you know like yeah. where do we go from here if she was kind of like shit talking marlo and she was kind of t- shit talking candy yeah? and oh yeah even marlo she was like i get why fans don't think that she should be a housewife 
No. You gotta oh listen to it. You gotta, you gotta listen to it. Yeah, I know. I need to yeah. listen to part two. Today's been today's been uh, intense, but I will. I, I'm gonna watch um, it this week. I want to ask you what's on your list. Oh my god. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> just like things I'm kind of thinking about. Honestly, number okay. one is a TV show which I'm quite literally obsessed with, and I think the. F- season finale drops tomorrow which is Wednesday but often like it'll drop the night before and I can't stop thinking about Hijack which is the Idris Elba um, show Never heard of limited it. series oh my god I don't think anybody's talking about it but we need to talk about it is because it, it is no it's on Apple it's like I don't have you know Apple, Apple- Oh, okay. Well, I get that because it's stupid. Like the thing with (laughs) Apple is that they just paid a lot of major celebrities a lot of money to do whatever they want. And it turns out that like what they wanted to do wasn't terribly good. So there are (laughs) shows that are decent on there, but there's like a lot that's middling at best. But this show, honestly, I think I I think it was Dylan, our pal Dylan Hafer I was talking to who compared Idris to the show to like Idris Elba being in his Harrison Ford era. And that's exactly (laughs) it. That's true. Totally. It's a it's a literal it's giving Harrison Ford energy, just like the energy of the show, like a, a classic Harrison Ford, like thriller. And I'm or thriller. Yeah. Thriller. And I just it's so good. It's so watchable. It's it's genuinely really addictive. And I highly recommend it. Hi, Jack. OK, I'm going to look into it. Um, That's so funny because I recently just rewatched a Harrison Ford movie from the 90s, Fugitive. Oh Literally my god! Like, oh re- my god! I haven't seen that in so long since I was a Still kid. Hits. Still hits. Kind of random. Does it? Yeah. The guy without the hand, right? It was yeah. the guy with the missing. Oh my god! Well, don't give it away. Wow. I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a movie from like 800 years ago. The Fugitive was a huge deal. I mean, I, I watched it was a of huge like random deal. 90s stuff. And then it was like, um, oh, I love 90s movies. Oh, my I God. Love so dark. One night I could not sleep. And don't ask why I decided to watch this at like midnight. Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. No, absolutely so <laughs> not. But I really, absolutely I not. I don't think I had ever like seen it oh all the way God. through because I was too young. But <gasps> it's yeah. You never saw the end. Well, I mean, I mean like, again, spoiler alert. I don't think I ever saw the ending, TV but I seen... at the end. Oh, my God. That's the moment that I can't. I haven't seen that in so long because I was, like, sobbing so hard. Yeah, I it couldn't. Crime. It's Great so film. intense. Oh, my God. It's on. Was Denzel nominated? I remember that Tom won. I I don't know. I'll have to look it up after this. I but... think he was. Yeah. It would make sense. He... They were both fantastic yeah, in it. They were both. I mean, oh, and Antonio Banderas. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Like that. Oh, my God. That movie was. It's so literally a movie where it's like it. 90% of the dialogue is between just those two men. Yeah. Yeah. It's really I mean, like as well, quite... it should be. Yeah. Oh, my God. And when he got fired. Oh, my God. It was so fucked up. Yeah, so that's that's a that's an excellent um, an excellent movie that will absolutely fuck you up. So keep that yeah. in mind. Nightmare um, fuel. You know what? I, well, <laughs> I mean, and now I'm thinking about when it t- comes to like, what are you obsessed with? Just mm-hmm. continuing down the path of like action stuff. <laughs> I happen to be this. I think it sort of maybe began during covid maybe or maybe before i honestly don't remember if it was like before covid or after covid mm-hmm. but um gerard butler movies 
Okay. Like every time the world is coming to an end and he's like a scientist or like maybe in the next one he'll be like an archaeologist. Oh my God. They're all exactly the same. Or he's like trying to save the president and he like saves the president at the um, White House and then they go to London and then there was another one where they were, I think he was everywhere in the US where it wasn't like location specific. Mm -hmm. I really highly recommend i actually think he's very good it's you don't have to you literally leave your brain at the door it's just him fighting some bad guy like capital b capital g and they're like coming after something and he's the hero honestly great great it's like every every single movie is exactly the same every single one james bond no, I wouldn't. It's okay. so it, that would be so <laughs> poor man. Like that that's not in the same universe. But it Did would you know, be like yeah, I don't I can't even compare it. I think Brandy Glanville said once that she slept with him or like hooked up with him or something or made out. It was like something like that. It was like she said Oh, Gerard Butler? Yeah, yeah no, no, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um I forget if it was maybe it was maybe that they stopped or maybe it was that they made out. I forget. Not us yeah, like not us happened. creating. Well, Brandy, let us know. <laughs> I know. Brandy, if you're listening, call in. <laughs> it's kind of like, honestly, like new Schwarzenegger. Like okay, how yeah. Schwarzenegger used to have like action movies. And it was like, well, although I think those were actually probably a little bit more diverse in plot. Yeah, kindergarten like cop kindergarten is cop. different twins. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. I was like, kindergarten cop versus the Terminator. Those are actually... Oh my so. god, kindergarten cop with the like, what were they? They were like, the, I remember the um, the fire scared the shit out of me at the end, and they were yes. like, was it a snake that they were carrying out? There was some sort of child, um, carrying out an animal from the classroom that they wanted to protect. Why do yeah, I feel like it was, I think a, it was snake? a snake? It was a or snake. like a snake. Oh my god! And the scary guy with like the slick back hair, like the movie hits. evil. Oh, oh, it's a it's a classic. That is a cl- another classic. Another classic. And I'm. I'm honestly obsessed with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So there's that. Um, um, Cardi B threw a mic this week. I know. Did you see that there was additional footage released? I think she's going to get sued, by the way. I think they're like... Um, or oh, I, by the person who hit? Yeah, who definitely she she's hit? a police report outer on her. She put a police report. I mean, I don't... I don't know about that, but uh, I mean, I believe it that it's happening. I don't know how that's going to go for whomever filed it. But did you see that they released additional footage that she had been asking people to like sort of splash her with water? So I was told. Yeah, I was reading that um, that she asked for people to throw water on her after the incident to lighten the mood. Oh, I thought that had happened before, and that's Wouldn't that why make someone sense threw... that it would happen after, because then you would be like, "Fine, I mean, yeah, either way, I can see it." Just kind of like trying to play it oh. off and lighten the mood a bit to continue the concert. Okay, um, that wouldn't really make sense if she was doing it before just to throw a mic. Was like, does any was was anyone at this concert that can like <laughs> offer some like, yeah, perspective or witness? I know. Where was she like performing? It's not a new, I don't it even looked know. like Las Vegas or something, but it's just like she hasn't oh, had a new song a... in like four years. What are we listening? Like, what are we? What are we at the Cardi B show listening to? What is Cardi B up to these days? I actually don't know. Just fighting, I don't have any idea. Just, just fighting, fighting bitches. Just fighting okay, people. Right. Like she literally okay. just got out of a court, out of a uh, lawsuit where she attacked a stripper for like sleeping with or allegedly sleeping with her husband. It's like a whole thing. <gasps> oh my god! That's what the that's what they were saying. Wow, word on the street. That's yeah, crazy. So she allegedly 
attacked. <laughs> allegedly. <Just for> allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yuck. Let's change the subject. This is too much. Um, <laughs> do you have a nightmare ultimate girls trip? Okay. Um, I, again, don't want to, here's my, here's my problem with casting is that like when people say, what's your dream quite opposite from nightmare? What's your dream girls trip? I really can't put it together because my problem is I focus on people who I enjoy on individual franchises, but I'm not necessarily thinking about them as a collective, which I would argue is what went so terribly wrong with ultimate girls trip season three. So when it comes to like nightmare i just immediately think of people who i really dislike diana on beverly hills danielle staub like people who i am afraid of or whatever else but then it's like i'm not gonna want to watch that that's just a quite that is a very literal nightmare it's not like it's not like wild people making great tv it's like this is what happens when i take five milligrams of melatonin Berkshires are great because they can be villains most of the time when they drink, but they were are lovable people. Dorinda has like a great time, and then the um when the moon starts rising, and the liquor starts flowing, then like it's, you know it's like <laughs> werewolf. It's like you know, totally. I think um, that was, but season two was just incredibly watchable. So yeah. when it comes to nightmare, I'm like, do we want? You know what? I'm gonna rewatch nightmare? that one every fall now. Are you? Oh my god! Is that going to be like the that's new? That's a great fall, like the first week of like October or something. Just like rewatch Ultimate Girls Trip too. That's, that's going like to be a your, good fall that's watch. Your pump, that's your pumpkin spice latte, yeah. is what we're talking about on Peacock. I'm here for it. I think yeah. that's actually a great idea. Yeah, I am absolutely like, going to do this. I, fuck September. of Eastwick. I'm watching. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <of> Berkshires. <laughs> Love it. Um, What's yeah, yours? You know, I wrote down here, but I can't remember. I think I I just wrote Nightmare Ultimate Girls Trip, and I feel like, but I feel like didn't I? I wrote you something when I was talking to you about it. Let me see. I think you told me to think about it, but I don't think you gave me your list. Mm, you're right. I said, um, because that said, would be I said interesting. My, yeah. A nightmare one would be just, uh, and they're all from the same. They're all from the same city. It would be a panic room, and we wouldn't even get to go anywhere. It would just be oh, a panic room. Oh, that's right. You and it would be Gretchen that. Rossi, Lydia What's-Her-Face, Lizzie Gr- Rovsek, um, Alexis Bellino. Oh, my God. Who else? Oh God. There's, like, probably one other OC woman that's just, like, I think OC sometimes. Peggy, like, Peggy yeah, the 100th Housewife. Peggy Tanoose. Oh, not Peggy. Oh, I wasn't even thinking Pe- Peggy Tanoose. I was thinking Peggy 100th Housewife. Peggy who's last name with an S. Either one, husband. I think, is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, either one is terrible. True. I think OC yeah. consistently has like the worst, um, the worst. Like, like they hold on to good ones, but there's a lot yeah. of filler. There's like, there's nothing iconic about. Well, I mean, I don't think there's that much iconic about Gretchen Rossi. But if you ask my friend Jonathan Lawhorn, he'll like drag you to hell. <laughs> he loves Gretchen <laughs> Boutte. <laughs> Christian, he calls it Gretchen Rossi Boutte. <laughs> oh. Do you remember the days of Gretchen Christine? I yes, mean, Christine. does she still sell that stuff? I'm that, sure. Is that still a thing? We will you find think? out on the next on the next um, season oh of my Girls God. Trip. I, I can't believe she's back. I actually did not spend a single second thinking about that. That's actually going to be that? really funny. I have no idea. Which Okay, so that's season I bet we're four getting it right, and then five right is the New York. Of, of next year? Four? No, this this coming fall. Like at the Oh, end this of year. Yeah. Um, I bet we're like uh, maybe winter. 
Oh. Maybe like mid fall, we're getting four. It's be a, at, at, at the earliest, it's gonna be I would a think. Dark time coming up. We're gonna have to sit through Beverly Hills and wait for oh this shit God. to come on. Ain't shit gonna happen. It's gonna be a dark era. When is Beverly Hills coming back? I'd imagine by fall. You think by fall? Okay, interesting. Yeah. That's gonna be a wild season. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see um, what happens. I I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for some for some good content. Lenny Hochstein's engaged to his mistress. Wish him the best. I don't. Be but, well. Yeah. No, it's like yeah. he's a he's a clown. It's like he's <laughs> he's such him. a piece of shit, and it's just yeah, truly fuck him. And I can't but wait for I, Miami to come back. I, I want to see Lisa that, rise. Yeah, I kind of hate that Lisa even acknowledged it though. She's got a she's got like she leveled up. Her her new guy is like actually hot. Like he's cute. Oh, you think he? Okay, wait. But have I don't you think seen he's him like, without the filter? He's like you know he's wait what? Have you seen him without the filter that that? No. Wait. Lisa uses no. She, he he sort of looks like a different person. He's you know attractive. We love a bajillionaire, even though his profile on Instagram hot. does reference lead generation, which makes me a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, we love Lisa in love. We want to see Lisa They're in like the love. Same height. So that's also a little bit <laughs> love it. I'm into that. I'm in, you know, and she's tiny. She is she's tiny. Like a, so she's like tiny. Polly Pocket. Well, Little babies. Oh, um, the Polly Pocket, uh, <laughs> directed by Lena Dunham, coming soon. I... <laughs> oh my God. If they get Lena Dunham anywhere near my beloved Polly Pocket, I will lose my shit. I'm not going to be thrilled with that. Have you seen Barbie? Did you see it? I did. We, we talked about this. We're going we're gonna to talk about it on the bonus because there's so much more I want to cover with you. We're going to hop over there. Okay. We're running overtime on this episode. So I want to talk to you about the rest of my list. I want to talk the rest about your list. Kim and Corey are in more domestic dispute mess. They're going to lose the house, baby. I want to talk about Real Housewives of the OC. Well, let's talk a little bit about OC really quick, just to give them a okay. little taste. Um, make Taylor a full time wife. I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah. Do you think that? I think she might. She might next season. I genuinely think that might happen. I think, they I think were that testing this was just it out. like the, I 100% and agree. God, fuck. It's never been so good. Like I I enjoy her <laughs> so much more in this in this like scenario than I ever did on Beverly Hills. Like she's such a Really? I think yeah, she's just like well obviously her life is completely different so that's completely totally. different to compare the two, but I think that this show is just like a lot lighter and sillier and gives her the space to just be kooky Taylor, which is Come on, the cotton candy, and oh my god, just the kooky, bringing it out of her. That's when she shines. Let her be. I light. totally agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like it for her, and I think this, if Housewives becomes a completely different experience for her than Beverly Hills, God bless. Like that's yeah. great to have. You know, a, just a totally, totally different kind of universe and um, potentially persona. Love it. Love it. Love it. Would you want to see Heather Dubrow now that she sold her house in OC for $55 million, Would you want to see it? Was it $55 million? I think you're right. Yeah, That's 55. fucking nuts. Um, I know. Would you want to see her transfer to Beverly Hills? I would like to keep her in Orange County. I know. If, we need it. it. We need we it. We need it. And the cast is going to make this really fucking tough because everybody likes when you can gang up on one person because it means that you feel protected. But we need Heather to stay on the show. So someone is going to need to decide to just, you know, internalize whatever dumb frustration they have about her and yeah. fucking rally because well, we don't it, want. It sounds I mean, like I don't everybody know if they're does. doing it now. I so. know. 
which is really unfortunate. Really unfortunate. She was talking shit. Mm-hmm. She was talking shit. She's not good at it. <laughs> like Tamara is. Listen, I want to go over to the bonus episode. Tell the people about your podcast and where to find it. Um, I host Andy's Girls, which is a podcast all about the psychology behind The Real Housewives. And you can listen to it. Eps come up uh, twice a week and then an episode of Taking It Personally, which is the same concept outside of the Housewives universe, is up once a week. And all of that is available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, all on the same feed. And you can follow me on Instagram and threads at Dame Galley. Love it. It's a really good podcast, guys. I listen to it. Thank you. Oh, do you? I didn't know that. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Of course. (laughs) I don't get to listen to, like, podcasts all the time, but I make sure I listen to, like, years. And I still love um, Come Through Queen. I think that they're fun. Oh, my God. Um, They're the best. They're fun. Oh, my God. They're the best. Yeah. And then the rest of them are, like, politics and shit. I have, like, high-low. Oh, I love. (laughs) I'm assuming I'm part of the high. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Such a pleasure to be here. Yes. Such a pleasure to be you know here. where I'm sitting. <laughs> Down there too, bitch. Um guys, go to patreon.com slash the B list to subscribe to the bonus episode. We are gonna talk about so much more. I want to finish talking about OC. I want to talk about it just like that a little bit. I want to talk about Roni with you. Because that's really fun. And okay, um, yeah, we're going to talk about all of that. So guys, join us over there. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. And um, we'll see you on the B side. Bye, guys. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.